Sawbones is a show about medical history, and nothing the hosts say should be taken as medical advice or opinion. It's for fun. Can't you just have fun for an hour and not try to diagnose your mystery boil? We think you've earned it. Just sit back, relax, and enjoy a moment of distraction from that weird growth. You're worth it. All right. Tommy is about to books. One, two, one, two, three, four. Welcome to Sawbones, a marital tour of misguided medicine. I am your co-host, Justin McElroy. And I'm Sydney McElroy. Okay, Sid, so I got the, um, I was looking at new lamps today. We're, we're <laughs> oh, this sounds thrilling. I know. This is a thrilling intro. I was looking at new lamps today because we're trying to, like, get the house back into some sort of shape. We kind of took nine months off, like, ugh, done. Can't do anything. Right, and so we thought right now would be the best time to do some major overhauling. Of Baby's them. not doing that much to overhaul in the house, so uh, uh, the one thing I was—I was being sarcastic. No, it's yeah, it's a lot of work. But anyway, the one thing I really want to do is get rid of that green. Yeah, there's a pretty atrocious color in our house. Oh my god, there is! It is almost like a unifying theme of the worst possible shade of green. If you put like. I'm trying to think. How would you describe it? It's kind of a light pea green. If you if you had double mint gum and you put it through the uh, the washing machine, you left it in your shorts. You put through washing machine. When you got it out, that is the color of green that you would have. This sounds like something you've done. It's wholly unappealing. This color of green. And it's and pea soup, but like. Like, not even appetizing. And you may be wondering, well, what room is it in? Just paint the room. Here's the problem. First off, all rooms. It's everywhere. It's ev- any nook or cran. It's like they won a bunch in a contest. <laughs> and it, whoever had uh, uh, won a bunch in a contest, and then every nook and cranny, the, and they, could, they could put it in. I don't know. On, I'm sure they liked it. It's just not our bag. It's on chair rails and baseboards. It's on the stairs. It's like not everywhere. the top, not the part your foot touches, but like the, you know. I think the color of the screen the is so unpleasant to me. Part of the stairs. I'm sure they the the people who it's uh, a bunch of doors painted it on enjoyed it's it. Everywhere. It's no, everywhere, and you know, and it's that old, like it's so old. You know, it's probably got lead in it too. It's probably like it's probably lead. Probably it's giving my baby lead. It's in probably her something blood. that. Well, I mean, we just got to make sure she doesn't eat it. Just stop eating the paint, baby. It's terrible. the The good news is the color is so unappetizing that even the baby won't eat the paint. But I think this color. I hate the color green that this paint is so much. I think it's actually hurting me. Well, you wouldn't be the first one to to think that color could have that kind of effect on you. Do tell. So let me tell you about chromotherapy, Justin. Tell me about chromotherapy, Sydney. And first of all, I want to thank uh, Katie for recommending this topic. I thought it was interesting. She pointed out in her email that she didn't know if this topic would be off limits because it's still um, something that some people believe in. 
which is sometimes uh, a topic that we would stray away from. Mm-hmm. But this is why I think uh, that it's okay. As I started to research it, it was called a pseudoscience multiple times in multiple places without me even doing much searching. So I think once it is uniformly recognized as a pseudoscience, this is the thing about a pseudo. Fair. The 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 funny implication about that word pseudoscience is that by definition, if someone calls it a pseudoscience, that means there's someone saying, ah, no no no, this is real, this is no, legit. Because otherwise, it would be like. Like, nobody calls Spider-Man pseudoscience, you know? Like, nobody calls, well, the jury's still out on radioactive spiders. Most are unconvinced that this pseudoscience of radioactive arachnids. If there's a pseudoscience, there's one guy who's like, I don't know. I don't, there's something yeah. to it. Get some rays into the bugs. There's somebody out there who is just begging spiders to bite him left, and he's just chasing them around on walls. Listen, come here. Come here. Right here. It wor- and, and he's like, listen, it worked for one guy. It's got No, it didn't dog no, that was a comic book i that's so i think that that's one criteria the other criteria that i thought made it fair game for an episode is that i saw it mentioned as a possible cure for cancer uh-oh you done goofed uh, and when i see that i i kind of feel like all bets are off if you're claiming that something that definitely doesn't call de- doesn't cure cancer mm-hmm. cures cancer then Sid's got to bring the hammer down. Yeah. Sid, the hammer McElroy, has got to bring the hammer down. So chromotherapy, you may you may be able to to piece together what this is, Justin, from the word chromotherapy. Color therapy? Yeah. Good yeah, job. you kind of gave it away talking about color at the well, beginning. I don't but. know. I, th- I thought you wanted to impress us with your <laughs> with my basic understand like of context <laughs> clues. How how far have I fallen? Do do you want me to answer that? Moving on. So color therapy is based on the idea that we can use uh, light in the form of color. So, you know, various colors of light specifically to balance energy in someone. Now, what's the what's the basic idea behind this? So the idea is that we are made of matter. I'm with you so far. Matter has many properties. Okay, yes. One of which is a vibrational energy. Ah, oh, I feel it slipping. And everything in our bodies vibrates at a different energy. That's true. Well, that is true. The guy at the health food store told me that the the aromatherapy I got vibrated at my energy because he has a pendulum. He checked my hand, he checked my energy, and he said we're a good match. Okay, I've lost all credibility now. You did or I did? Well, I'm associated with you. I didn't have much to lose to begin with, though, let's be honest. Our DNA is mingled in this tiny human in my arm. <laughs> Fair so. Enough. so, okay, so everything's vibrating at a different energy. Got it. We're all buzzing. And that means that all those vibrations, those good, good, good vibrations, vibrations, if you, you if you like, correspond to different wavelengths of color. Okay. Light, light wavelengths. Okay. So we can affect things in our body with different colors just find the right vibration of color light right. of color that light grooves with that part of our bod so we will respond to color and we can also use color as like a diagnostic tool okay which isn't totally wrong i mean i definitely if somebody walks in and they're yellow i say oh, oh you're jaundiced so that i mean i guess that is like a diagnostic tool i don't think that's what they're talking about mm. uh and that um color 
uh, and that we're also made of color. That's the other thing. Oh, oh yeah, we're made, made of color. Of color. Right. Like different parts of our body are made of different colors. And I could go into there's a whole like tangent you could go on with chakras here. I'm not I'm not doing that. That's okay. not that's we're not, not what this we're show not getting is about. Into chakra we're not going to get into chakras. That's related. It's slightly different, but we're not going there. When I was uh, a kid, I saw this special where they were like trying to disprove ESP or or prove that it existed. And there was a lady who um, said she could see people's auras, and they tested it by having ten people stand behind a wall in like different numbered slots. And she had to tell them which which ones had people in it, which didn't, because theoretically, she could see their auras through the the uh, wall. How'd she do? Badly, very poorly. I can't say I'm surprised. It didn't pan out. But don't get me wrong, I would love if that kind of thing worked, because like magic is cool. Magic's cool. I'd love that if that worked, and it would probably make your job easier. You wouldn't even have to stop in the patient's room. You'd walk right past it, like oh, oh, that's lime green. I can sense the pneumonia. Coming from their room. Got a real pneumonia vibe. 10 cc's of yellow. 20 cc's of burnt sienna. Stat. Stat. That all you'd have to do to, to go to medical school is just memorize the Crayola box. Yeah. CC stands for done. colored crayons. So the Egyptians believed in chromotherapy. They thought it uh, came from their god Thoth. Th- Thoth? Thoth? Okay. Thoth? Thoth? I'm not. I I didn't develop a lisp suddenly. It's T H O T H. Right. If it's pronounced something else, you know, right. let me know. So they would use gems and stones and salves and minerals, all of different colors for healing. Mm-hmm. A few dif- different colors for different problems. Uh, the Greeks also used similar ideas: different gemstones, different minerals. I can see it. They have a kind of a, this has kind of a sexy appeal. Different colors, you know, seem powerful. Well, I, I mean that we've always used color as different um, to to denote like purple for royalty, you know, right. different different kind of meaning. So why not? Why sure. not healing properties? We're already just off making offerings to various gods to ask for cures for things at this point. So I don't think it's that far off. Couldn't hurt, right? I mean, yeah, rub something red on it. Who knows? And and, uh, and during this time period, uh, sunlight was often used in general. So that and that was the reason that's included in chromotherapy is that it's you know all colors, right? It's sunlight, so it's white light. Uh, you would just have somebody stand outside in the sun. Get those. Get that D. There you go. Good for what ails you. Uh, they would also paint rooms different colors. So this kind of strays a little bit from the light. But it's kind of getting into a feng shui vibe now. Yeah, well, and it kind of borders on that idea that like um, surrounding yourself with certain colors will, there are definitely psychological effects, but there was very much a belief that it could also heal, you know, physical problems as mm-hmm. well. Uh, but they did have healing rooms that w- would be painted to kind of mimic nature. So you'd have like a green floor and a blue ceiling and you would hang like prisms in the windows to let light come through seems like i don't know about all the healing but it seems chill like chill i'm into this room a lot of this stuff uh, it would be i mean i don't think that it would be surprising to say a blue room would be calming mega chill yeah you might say and and i don't i'm not suggesting that it's not i'm not suggesting that all those people who tell you that a red room is going to make you want to eat more Mm-hmm. You know, that they're wrong. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that it's not going to maybe heal your, you know, open wound. It'll make you want to eat more at McDonald's, but it won't cure the diabetes you get from eating McDonald's. There you go. That's what I'm saying. Right on. Uh, 
Now, Avicenna, who is a famous writer from the Islamic Golden Age, mm-hmm. he wrote many medical texts, 40 of them, 150 other various texts. Uh, very, very clever guy. Unfortunately, also believed in chromotherapy. Mm-hmm. Um, Can't win them all. And he he kind of invented the concept that there were uh, different he he has a there's a chart and it has to do with temperatures in the body connected to different physical conditions that can be caused and then linking those to different colors that could also kind of denote the problem so if you can like look closely at the patient and see different color changes and then also what colors could be used to combat mm-hmm. those problems so for instance he believed that red would stimulate blood flow the color red uh, that you could use blue to slow it down or cool something down that was inflamed. Um, you could use yellow as a laxative. Sure. That kind of thing. So so there, so he came up with this big uh, chart in the canon of medicine and and kind of set out like the the groundwork for this for this theory. One example that I ran into there and then many times as I was reading about this is that uh, you it, it works both ways. A color can fix a problem, but you also have to be careful of the application of a color because he also noted that you could make a problem worse if you use the wrong color. So for instance, if you have a nosebleed, don't shine red light on yourself because then your nose will bleed more. What are you even finding red light in this time? It's, it's not like we have. Know. It's not like we can get gel from the th- gels from the theater supply company. And then, and I'm sure that. Well, I don't know if gemstones maybe. Of course, we had stained glass, right? So I mean, yeah. you could cover. So yeah. Yeah, something. So you could. I mean, there are a way to make different pigments and things yeah. at the time. That makes sense. Lamp covers, maybe that kind of thing. Yes, lamp covers. Yeah. Sure. Why not? I don't know. You're looking at me like that's a bad idea, but I think colored lamp colors covers is a is a fine way. You didn't I, have any better I don't ideas. Know why this is the this is the main problem you have with this theory. Uh, I, it is not the main problem. I'm curious about how they executed it. I'm not saying that maybe it sounds like there's a grain of truth and something I want to explore more in my day to day life. The healing power of light. You're gonna do this, aren't you? What if we could both be doctors, but different kind of doctors? <sighs> this is my wife. She's more of an allopathic physician, and I'm more of like Doctor Light. This is okay. This is like where I know Mega that um, chromotherapy is not an accepted uh, healing technique that's just, in North America. That's just we haven't opened our There's eyes. There's no yet. solid evidence that it can be used to treat it's or not, cure. It couldn't anything. be solid as light. Think about it. Um, and if you solid don't believe light, me, who ever heard of a such a thing? <laughs> double check me on WebMD where you get all of your medical information. Don't lie. You know that's where you go. <laughs> No, I know. No, I get it all from the rays of the sun. Papa's son sending his curing beams down up to me and all his children. So these theories uh, persisted. Theories. You say that was such a <laughs> sneer. Let it. Let it in. Uh, one of the one of the next practitioners had a great name, Augustus Pleasanton. We prefer children, not practitioners. I'm gonna give we're you that chil- name again. We're children Augustus of the light. Augustus Pleasanton. Augustus, Papa Augustus, we called him. Pleasanton. He was a Civil War general. (laughs) Civil War general named Pleasanton. That's pretty good. He wrote a book about how great the color blue was. I want to read that. Oh, for healing. I thought it was just like a really chilled out book about, hey, it's me. It's Augie. 
Augie Plez right knee from the front lines. It's just 853 wanna, pages long. Yeah, I just want to reiterate, I, I am so into blue right now. <laughs> I'm really feeling the color blue. Really into blue. Check out my sequel, Greenish. <laughs> kind of into that next. Although, he wrote about the healing properties of the color blue on the human body, but he also noted how it was really great at making grapes grow mm-hmm. and making animals fertile. Man, what can't the color blue do? Now, I want to know how that experiment was set up. Mm-hmm. Cow, look at this. How <laughs> you feeling? <laughs> how fertile do you feel how now? How fertile do you feel, cow? cow? Hey, cow, you like this blue? He inspired uh, Dr. Seth Pankost, who kind of came up with the modern concept of chromotherapy, which is mainly about, sh- you know, an extension of what we've already talked about. Mm-hmm. Uh, codified methods of shining different lights on people for various lengths of time, different parts of the body, and what those colors of light uh, can do. Um, and this kind of moved to the next century. There were all kinds of different color healers who were writing about different ways to use different colors and um, the spectrochromometry encyclopedia was written. And, it's like uh, spectrochromometry. Chromometry. Right. There we go. And throughout that uh, century, we have kind of the definition of all the different colors. So what each color was for was... Um, this is getting a little birth yeah. of a nation for me right now. I'm warning you. The, the territory you're veering into, well, what, do you, what the colors are for and what they're good for, it, it, it's getting a little racy for me. Do you want to know? Yeah. Well, do you want to know what they're good for? Yeah. Just don't, like, you're starting to sound like my great-grandpa right now with all this color talk. I, it's starting to freak me out. <laughs> what are you trying to, I'm talking about, like, Roy G. Biv. Okay. Well, let's just keep it, let's keep it steady there. Okay. Watch it. <laughs> you watch it. All right, red. Tell you what the colors are good for. Okay. This is a family show. one good color, and it's all the colors. I don't don't. believe... You're the mother of my child. We don't... These views you're espousing. That kind of humor is... That's not primetime humor, man. (laughs) Who's bringing that kind of humor? I'm just trying to keep... I'm just trying to keep you from, from, from bringing your extremely socially conservative viewpoints into this program. There's no room for it here. All right, so let me tell you about the colors. Here she goes again. Drunk uncle off on another tangent. Go ahead. Tell me about the colors, Sydney. Yikes. I already mentioned that red was great at stimulating blood Mm -hmm. and growth and energizing your organs. And it's really good for sex stuff. All kinds of sex stuff. Yeah. So there you go. Red negligee. Uh, it was for noted. Instance. It was noted specifically that you should not use red for cancer, which I think you could apply to any of the <laughs> other mistake. classic red mistake. Any of the other colors as well. Don't use any colored light for cancer. Would be my advice. Right, N- including but not limited to red. Yes. So I would agree with that piece of that piece of advice. What do you mean? I'm not in remission. I used light. I sat in the light like it's. Did you try? Did, was it red? Yeah, it was. Uh, ah, your, there you go. That's your problem. No. Now, orange, on the other hand, would be helpful for me right now because it can increase your milk production. Fantastic. I think you should just stick to the cookies I'm making you. The cookies are much more. Justin is making me these lactation cookies, which actually mom made first. I have to give her credit first. Yep. But uh, now Justin is making them. They're really good. If anybody's breastfeeding, look up lactation cookies. 
make those suckers. I'm making these blueberry bramble ones. I'll send you my recipe. Yeah. No worries. Leave out the brewer's yeast, though, because it can make your baby gassy. Yeah. And why would you want that? Make the make your mom gassy, too, but also the baby. Now, yellow light is good for the stomach, the liver, the intestines, and your stool. Okay, so that has a certain logic to it, right? Because we're, we're dealing with, like, bile... Mm-hmm. that kind of deal you can see where somebody would have come up with this idea right however it's also good for scars so i mm. i got nothing there yeah i'm not sure green uh says that it's good for basically anything great so because you, know, you have to spend money and you know that that's you know it's reliable when they say this is pretty much good for healing everything yeah uh, they mentioned specifically that it's good for cleansing germs now now scientifically yeah. I don't really want my germs cleansed. You don't? No. We don't want that? Don't you want to scrub your germs? Or you do you want to just get them all squeaky clean? No, I wish I'd kill the germs. Right. You're right. Yeah. I don't. I, I take issue with cleansing germs. I think that the cleansing fact that you're hung, germs? I think the fact that you're hung up on semantics right now uh, is maybe missing the point of the fact that green light is even in the equation right now. <laughs> Well, if I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt, they at least need to say it right. Fair enough. All right, so blue is more useful. It's good for stopping that bleeding. So if you cause a nosebleed by looking at red light, Mm -hmm. go look at a blue light. Perfect. Uh, You can also use it for headaches, high blood pressure, and uh, hysteria. I liked that application that you could treat hysteria with blue light because hysteria, as we have mentioned previously, is a fake problem. Mm Mm-hmm. And this is a fake cure. So it kind of, that's nice, actually, if it, when they can dovetail like that. Yeah. My thing is better. Well, good. I'm glad yeah. we cured it. Wasn't it wasn't a thing, so I'm glad that, it's, you know. Yeah. Indigo light has uses, but I'm not going to address them because it's not officially part of the rainbow anymore. Burn, what's up? So you're out, indigo. Take that. We're going right on to purple. Pluto cures stuff, too, but we're not even fooling with that either. No, forget it. We didn't even put it on our kid's wall. She's got the whole solar system, nope, not, Pluto. not Pluto. Uh, purple is good for alcohol addiction. <laughs> yeah, tell that to the bottle of Crown Royal I got inside my cupboard. <laughs> uh, it's also good for white blood cells. That was very nonspecific, I thought. I mean, I you have those. <laughs> They're good. Yeah, so this is good for those. Feel good. Look at these. Look great. It also has the added benefit of decreasing sexual activity. Now... Now, okay. Maybe you've never seen Prince's Bedroom, but I can definitely, definitely say that one is BS. Also, why is that a problem? What do you mean? Why do you need to decrease sexual activity? Oh, you're saying like, why? well, you know, for some members... This was listed as a healing property. But for some people, the population, a little overactive sex drive nymphomania perhaps and they need the the purple light to soothe them i don't think it would work now sydney i'm looking ahead here on the notes it says here white is good for everything yikes again (laughs) with the racially charged material can we just do our science show please i just like that this was a this is a medical treatment in which green and white are pretty much good for everything go herd It's a Marshall, Marshall reference. Local football team. Marshall was... reference for those of you out there. We are. And somebody's listening to the podcast sound just shouted, Marshall. It was a cool moment for them. You know, if you yeah. are looking for a movie to watch this weekend, you might treat yourself to the hit <laughs> Matthew McConaughey film, We Are Marshall, 
filmed right here in Huntington. You can see Sydney's dad for like a half second in one of the That's scenes. Right. That's right. He is there. Uh, now, things got a little sketchy. We moved into colors that, <laughs> at this point... <laughs> been above board until I, now. I, well, I, saw, I felt like we started moving into colors that are a little bit harder to... I mean, like, magenta is our next one. Yeah. Are we really including that in our prime, like... You know, these are the colors that are easily. Uh, uh, well, it's hard to recreate too. Magenta. Magenta. You don't want to. You want to make sure you nail it. But you've got to get it right because the the healing property of magenta is that it strengthens contact with your life purpose. Whoa, that's the secret. I don't know what that means. The secret. I copied that directly from the strengthens the contact with your life purpose. Okay. Yeah. So, um, pink is good for grief and sadness. And then finally, turquoise. I like turquoise because it's good for sensitivity and intuition, but also for disinfecting. Sure. I'm at my most empathetic and receptive when uh, I'm free of germs. <laughs> so, I, I mean, I, turquoise, that seems a little more useful than for intuition, mm-hmm. disinfection. So... Those are pretty much the that's that's pretty much what we're working with now. Now you understand the basis of chromotherapy. Yes. Okay. I, I consider myself well educated. So some different applications. Uh, there was a Dr. Fenson who he had observed that ultraviolet light can inhibit the growth of bacteria, which is true, right? We know that ultraviolet light can be used. A real care for light. A real use for light. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, but then he went on to just use randomly different lights to treat wounds, to try to get rid of smallpox scars, and to cure TB. I think he had like a TB um, clinic where you went and got light treatments. Couldn't just be happy with that ultraviolet inhibiting growth of bacteria <laughs> thing. Although I could see how, you know, we give old timey people a hard time. I bet it is kind of confusing that, in, especially in 1877, one of these things works. Yeah. Something actually kind of happens. But I don't think that's fair to say. Like, are, were we that dumb back then that when one thing worked, we were just like, well, there we go. As someone who is uh, so all nearly 60 things. episodes of this show, in I can con, uh, confirm that, yes, we are just <laughs> that dumb. Uh, Harry Spitler later developed syntonics based on chromotherapy. Syntonics is something that if you start to do some research, you will find is very much still practiced. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, this is where you shine different lights directly into somebody's eye to do different things, to bring different things into balance and to mm-hmm. cure different problems. So you would kind of sit there with, I don't know, like some kind of goggles on and they're shining a color of light into your eye for a certain amount of time so many times a week. It can do everything to, but from treating like anxiety and depression mm-hmm. to correcting like a lazy eye or different visual issues, um, nearsightedness, I don't sure. know, different visual problems. This is basically LASIK, right? It, oh yes, this is what LASIK is. Basically, uh, it can. It's been. I said, said basically, can, so it, no matter what I say, it's correct. More or less, it can cure dyslexia. It's one of the claims. It can improve your tennis game. It can make you read faster, uh, and you can well, feel calmer if it all day long. Your dyslexia. It will. It will uh, speed your reading along. Well, that is that is true. Uh, you can you can try different um, lenses and prisms and light colors, and basically by improving your vision and your visual problems, you're going to improve your whole body. That's kind of the theory. And like I said, there are people who are practicing this, mainly optometrists. Mm-hmm. Not all optometrists. I'm not saying that your local optometrist is doing this. 
but you will find that there are some optometrists who do this. Excellent. Currently. Uh, there was also some interesting research done in the 50s that linked sunspots to levels of nonspecific unnamed proteins in the blood that can change your menstrual cycles. What? And so, therefore, proving that light had an effect on your body. What? Uh, this was repeated in the 80s. Um, I don't. I can't imagine it was confirmed because it probably wasn't right in the first place. But that was where they they began to like say that well, sunlight then maybe absorbed through the eyes can affect internal organs, and this was more support for all of this craziness. Okay, so speaking of this craziness, city today, what's what's going on? So in this field, like I said, it's considered a pseudoscience chromotherapy at this point. Uh, people, there are people who are still practitioners of it. You can go to them for chromotherapy, and they're basically just going to shine different colors of light on you, uh, either on your whole body or different parts of your body, mm-hmm. uh, for depending on what your complaint is. Uh, there are also infrared saunas that you can go to with different colors in them. Excellent. You can just sit in a purple sauna if you're having too much sex. That sounds chill. That's also at Prince's house. Uh, pra- <laughs> practitioners can Welcome use... Welcome to my cool down room. <laughs> You've been having too much sex. Is that your Prince impression? Bathe in the purple light. Dearly beloved. Is that what Prince sounds like? That's basically what Prince sounds like. Uh, practitioners can use everything from gems and candles, prisms, lenses, color baths to lasers... Mm-hmm. And crystal wands. Okay. <laughs> Wait a second. I sincerely doubt that crystal wands at any point have been held by anybody. Well, I shouldn't say anybody. Because people believe anything, won't they? Crystal wands. All I'm saying is is that if you're going to a doctor's appointment because you're like, I don't know. Gosh, my stomach's hurting really bad, and I've been pooping blood for the last week. And they pull out a crystal wand in response. No, no problem. <laughs> what? Like leave? Yeah. And don't pay them. <laughs> Let me consult my owl, Archimedes. <laughs> uh, you can also combine it with hydrotherapy if you're just in the mood for all kinds of things that don't really work, <laughs> and uh, get one of those colored shower heads. Mm-hmm. You know, like they have in Sky Mall. Oh yeah, that's both. That's a healing. That's a therapeutic item. Yeah, then you get bill it to Medicare. Therapeutic light and water, and you're. I mean, you're clean, right? Which I approve of. There's also a chromotherapy torch that I found advertised, which I'm is a, this is a British site. Then yes, okay. Which is a flashlight in American speak. Yes, that's what we. That's what we call a torch, flashlight, in which you can insert different little colored, like clear discs. I had you know, so-, so it'll shine different colors. I had something like that when I was eight that I used to shine the bat signal on my wall. So I'm well acquainted. So you are already a you already practice chromotherapy. Yeah, is what I'm, you're saying. I'm basically plugged into this tech. On the um, I like the the frequently asked questions for this product. One of the one of the frequently asked questions was, "Can I use it on animals?" <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I am here to guarantee you that it will be just as effective on humans as it will on animals. Equally effective. I'm gonna need I'm gonna need some some pink light now to fix my grief and sadness over the fact that there are that many people who are trying to use chromotherapy on their animals. <laughs> Poor thing. They also there are also uh, colored sunglasses you can buy if you just want to look at the world. 
through sure. some cool magenta shades. Um, and then on this website, in addition to all of these you know, medical devices, the manuals, charts, etc., you can also buy a decoder wheel and a mood ring. Excellent. If that gives you some idea. Like with all fine dealers of therapeutic goods. So here's the deal. I I didn't find any solid evidence that chromotherapy is real. Um, There are uses for light in therapy. A lot of people would mention um, for high bilirubin levels in babies we use, you know, UV light. Mm -hmm. So there there are ways to apply light in uh, in medical practice, but. Shining purple light on somebody, as far as I know, isn't going to do anything other than, hey, may, I like the color purple, so maybe it'll cheer you up. Thank you to uh, everybody tweeting about Sawbones, our program, like Carly, Amanda C., Corey, who asked if we were going to have an episode today. Uh, here you go, Corey. Um, <laughs> also, Katie, Madeline, uh, Brendan, Steve, Hontokar, sounds like a barbarian, Adam, Carrie, Justine, Corin. Slim Dog, Bethany, Alex, Bob, Hannah, Clohu, uh, Josh, so many others. Thank you so much for uh, tweeting about our program. Uh, we hope that you have enjoyed it. We're at Sawbones on Twitter, so you can uh, talk to us that way or use the Sawbones hashtag. We've also got a growing uh, Facebook group for you to come join. Just search for Sawbones there and, and come join up. It's a lovely community of people. Um, we'll put episodes there and some photos and all kinds of great stuff. There's a picture up there right now of our baby Chuck in a blanket. One of our dear listeners made us, so you can go enjoy that. Uh, thank you to the Maximum Fun Network for having us uh, on. Uh, they've got a lot of uh, great shows. Uh, thank you to the taxpayers for the use of their song Medicines for our intro and outro. And I think, Sid, that is going to do it for us, right? Yeah. Thanks yeah, to iTunes we have a, we have for a house to uh, tweeting about our, our show. We appreciate yeah, that, thank iTunes. Thank you. You're the best. Uh, uh, but that's going to do it for us for right now. Until next Tuesday, I'm Justin McElroy. I'm Sydney McElroy. As always, don't drill a hole in your head. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.